What's up, guys? Ryan Horn here, and welcome to the Extraordinary Man Podcast. This is the one and only podcast specifically designed to help married businessmen create more profit and purpose in their business without sacrificing their family, health, or marriage in the process. Each week, I interview some of the world's most extraordinary men, including seven- and eight-figure entrepreneurs, elite athletes, best-selling authors, and world-class speakers. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Extraordinary Man Podcast. My name is Ryan Horn, and today I'm going to be doing a recap of the episode where I interviewed Dave Scatchard, and I truly believe my interview with Dave was one of the best interviews that I've ever done, so you are definitely going to go want to go back and watch the full interview that I did with Dave, because this will not do it justice. But in five to seven minutes or so here, I am going to give you all the bullet points, all the gold nuggets that Dave shared. But again, I encourage you to go back and watch the full episode uh, because it truly was one of the best that I've ever done. So I started out by asking Dave to tell us a little bit about his backstory, and there's really two parts of it. So first of all, how do you go from a small town kid in Canada to a 14-year career in the NHL? which is pretty incredible in its own right. And also the second part is after he suffered five concussions, he had all kinds of medical problems. How do you go from that place to finding his purpose and becoming a successful entrepreneur, reinventing himself basically? And then the last part, this is really amazing. He went into detail about how he was knocked unconscious on the ice and had an out-of-body experience with God. All right, so that is an overview of what I'm going to talk to you about today. And we'll start out with... The fact that he grew up in a really small town in Canada and basically he said hockey was a way of life for him and everyone because there wasn't a lot to do there and everybody played hockey. He had great role models on TV like Mike Messier and Wayne Gretzky and eventually he literally got to play with Mike Messier and he got coached by Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky was his coach. That's pretty amazing. If you grow up dreaming of being in the NHL, that is like a dream come true right there. So his dad was basically his mentor, and his dad was a coal miner, so he grew up very blue-collar, working class, Uh, but his dad was his mentor, and he talked about that, how his dad was hard on him, but he was fair with him. And he also talked about how, you know, since he was four years old, he literally always wanted to be a hockey player, and he was so focused on it. I think that's a key right there, because your focus is so important. And he talked about shooting 100 shots in his backyard every single day, no matter what. He made that commitment, and he did that from a young age, and he did it every single day, right? So it was no accident that Dave made it to the NHL. He also talked about how when he was growing up, he was consistently playing against kids that were always two years older than him. So they were bigger, they were stronger, and they were better. But guess what? That made him a lot better, all right? And... A great quote that he shared was, nothing great comes in certainty. It always comes in uncertainty. When you step out into the unknown, you put yourself out there, that is where greatness comes from. It doesn't come from staying within um, the confines of uh, certainty and you being comfortable. So I think that's an important lesson as well. He talked about how he had to move away to play in the junior leagues when he was 16 years old. He moved away from home. He got bullied by some of the other guys on the team that were 21-year-olds. I mean, think about that. He's playing with 21-year-olds when he's 16 years old. And he got so homesick that he almost quit. But his parents encouraged him, and he stuck with it because it was his dream. And another great quote from Dave that I want to share is, if it wasn't easy, it wouldn't mean anything. It wouldn't mean anything if it, wasn't, if it was easy. right? And I think that's so true. 
if everything's just handed to you, then it's, it's not going to be very meaningful. When you've got to work for it and you get tested over and over again, which you're going you're gonna to find out here in a minute, like God tested him over and over again. So in his draft year, which obviously is very important, he ended up getting mono and he couldn't work out. He couldn't play for like six or seven weeks. He ended up losing 30 pounds. He was already really skinny at the time. He was like 6'3", 165. But he talked about how he always focused on what he could control instead of what he couldn't control. He couldn't control that he had that he got mono, but what he could control was his mindset. And he continued trying to work out. He just did what he could while he was uh, while he had mono. And he ended up getting drafted, and he started playing in the minors. And guess what? Another obstacle comes up. He found out that he had hollow ankles and they had to do surgery. They literally had to take bone from his hip, pack it in. And so he gets through all that. And this was right before training camp. And they find out they're they're doing follow up on it. They find out that they didn't do it properly. So guess what? They have to go and do it again. And this is right before training camp. Um, so he didn't have time to prepare for it or anything like that. But by God's grace, he finally made it into the NHL. And his first game ended up being in Japan, which how crazy is that? It was the first time ever that the NHL played a game outside of North America. He got to be a part of it. And he talked about being able to live out his dream, something that he imagined since he was four years old. And there he was. He was finally in the NHL. He was finally playing. And just how much fun he had because he was literally living out his dream. But he had to work for it. He had to overcome all of these obstacles and that just made it that much more meaningful and you know only 730 people get a chance to play in the NHL each year so he talked about the privilege that that was and he also talked about something that he believes really helped him was that he continually put himself in uncomfortable situations and eventually he ended up getting comfortable being uncomfortable and again I think that's such a great lesson whether it's business or life, you're going to have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations if you want to continue growing and if you want to get to ultimately where you want to get to. So I think, again, very important. And like I said before, Dave played 14 years in the NHL, 659 games. He got coached by Wayne Gretzky. He got to play with like legends of the game like Mike Messier and others. His ending to his NHL career was not so great. Over the course of his career, I mean, he suffered lots of injuries and he had broken bones and surgeries and concussions. He ended up with five concussions. But in his last game, he ended up getting blindsided by a late, dirty hit and knocked him unconscious. It broke his collarbone. He broke several of his ribs, dislocated his jaw, and he was literally he was knocked unconscious on the ice for like 10 minutes. And while he was knocked unconscious, he had an out-of-body experience. He literally went to heaven. And he talked about this, and I know I'm not going to be able to, to do it justice, so you have to go listen to the full interview with Dave. But I'll do my best to summarize it. So, I mean, he felt like he was completely free from all the pain and the weight of the world. Felt nothing. It, it felt like it was pure love there. Just light and love and the most incredible thing he's ever felt or seen and it really was indescribable and i'm not even going to try to describe it second and you got to go listen to the interview to hear it directly from dave but basically he was there for a while and he was given the choice to either stay there or to go back and long story short he decided he needed to go back for his wife and his kids he asked god like what do you want me to do when i go back and the message he received back was you need to go share this story and you also need to go 
share this same love and light that you've experienced here with everyone that you meet and be an example to people of what's possible. So here's the thing. So he comes back. He didn't tell anybody about this for like a year. And the first three years after this experience, it wasn't so great for him. He didn't hear anything from God for the next three years while he struggled massively. So he felt abandoned and, and angry with God. And like I said, he had lots of injuries from his hockey career. He'd suffered five concussions. He had bleeding in his brain that caused delays in his cognitive functioning. He was he went to the Mayo Clinic and he was doing therapy in, in the hospital multiple times per week over these three years. They put him on Adderall. They put him on Alzheimer's medications. They put him on pain meds, sleep meds. I mean, it was a rough time for him. It was a dark time for him. And eventually, after the three years, they basically told him, look, there's really nothing more we can do. You know, we've kind of exhausted our protocols. And basically, you know, you're just going to have to accept that this is this is your life right now. And he was only 35 years old at the time. Can you imagine that, being on all those meds? And, I mean, he had trouble sleeping. He had trouble with his memory. He felt like he was a burden to his family. And eventually, he started to feel like, man, maybe I shouldn't even be around anymore. I mean, can you imagine that? That would have been really, really difficult. So that's the spot he's in three years after he has this out-of-body experience. But eventually, God ended up telling him that, look, I, you had to go through all that so that you would be able to relate to the people that I want you to help. And so looking back at it, he could see that, man, that was actually a blessing. It wasn't very fun. I wouldn't want to go through it again. I wouldn't want anybody else to go through it. But man, it really is a blessing now because he can relate to other people's pain on a way different level. All right, so long story short, this led him down a path of of discovery through personal development. He ended up spending well over $800,000 on personal development, including joining Tony Robbins Platinum Partnership. He learned from the best of the best around the world in all areas of his life and eventually he got his health back he got his life back he found his true purpose which is sharing his story and it's inspiring others to live what he calls their big life through his coaching and his programs and i love dave because he is so unselfish and you know he said it's no longer about him you know his mission is to change the world by helping people realize their true potential and his definition of an extraordinary man which was the last question i asked him is someone who knows it's not just about him, but it's about showing up as the best version of himself so he can serve as many people as possible with unconditional love, light, and grace, and treating everyone like their brothers and sisters on the journey together. All right, that was a super quick recap. The full interview was around 40 minutes long, I think, and honestly, that was that was even quick because we could have talked for hours about um, his out-of-body experience and things like that, but I highly recommend, again, you have to go watch the full interview um, because this you're only getting pieces here. I'm trying to give you as much value as I can in a short amount of time, but go watch the full interview. You will not be sorry that you did. And ways that you can connect with Dave, um, he's on Instagram at Dave Scatcherd, and you can also go to www.allstarcoaching.com. And as of this interview, this interview is, or this recap episode, I should say, is going live is going to be going live on April 2nd. He has a free challenge coming up on April 21st. So if you go to allstarcoaching.com, you can go check out all the details on that. But if you connected with anything that you heard on this episode, or if you go back and watch the full episode, if you connect with anything that Dave says, definitely 
go check out his stuff. It's fantastic. Dave is a friend of mine, and he is the real deal, I can tell you, without a doubt. He is so generous, and he just wants to give. He just wants to see people succeed. Guys, thanks so much for joining me on another episode of the Extraordinary Man podcast. Do you want a free one-on-one business accelerator coaching call with me personally? Go to aoemen.simplecast.com and click on the free coaching tab at the top. I've specifically set aside five spots for listeners of this episode, and they're available on a first-come, first-served basis. Again, to take advantage of this exclusive and limited-time offer, go to aoemen.simplecast.com now. Until next time, remember to go out there and become the man you were created to be. I'll see you on the next episode.